This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda podcast for Parshas Vayera. This for me is kind of a take two because I recorded, I thought I was recording the whole thing and at the end I went to export it and it turns out that I had not pushed the record button. So at least uh, I could consider that to be like a, a rehearsal. So now we're going back over it again. Um, okay, so anyway, we're dealing tonight with the um, subject of uh, spiritual renewal in the sense that the spiritual, the power of the spiritual to affect the physical. And we see this very dynamically in this Parsha uh, in the story that is told of uh, the prophecy and subsequent um, birth of Sarah's son Yitzchak after having been after she had been barren for many years and she was informed by the three guests Molochim that she was going to have a child and uh, evenly uh, 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 immediately even before she actually received that prophecy she had already um, according to the Medrash she had already uh, uh, she, she caused the dough to become impure because she uh, uh, became nida um, and that uh, was not exactly to be expected at that age and considering that she had been barren she may have never uh, had her cycle so it's possible that uh, this was the first time at any rate, um, what happened was uh, that her entire body underwent a transformation whereby she was able to have children, and uh, even after having the child, she was able to uh, to nurse the child. So obviously her body had, had, had gone through an entire transformation. What's interesting about this is that unlike a normal miracle, which happens like kind of out of the blue, and we're not uh, told about how it happens or some kind of a process through which it happens. Um, this really is a natural event in the sense that she has, she conceives naturally. She um, she has, you know, carries full term a child, and. Has the and after having the child is able to nurse the child normally. I mean, she she goes through a miraculous transfer transformation. But once the body is is uh, transformed into something that is capable of bearing children, uh, she has the child naturally and bears the child naturally and, and raises the child naturally. So there's no uh, no difference there. So this is very significant because what we're talking about is something that a, a complete. Um, reversal of uh, the natural course of events to the point where it makes a tremendous impression on them and on you know everyone around 
which we see by the reaction where they're just like, you know, they're laughing, they're thinking that, I mean, so it gets his name from the laughing. Um, they're, you know, imagining how people are going to respond to this. Um, and it, it, to the point where it becomes even uh, a question, if uh, at least for Sora, Sora, if she even believes it completely that, that uh, it's, it's possible that such a thing could happen, uh, considering the age of both of them. Um, so the point is that we're talking about, about something that is kind of an unbelievable event, and yet it's done through the natural body, you know, this child doesn't just appear out of nowhere, you know, just plunked in front of them, you know, just out of, out of the thin air. It's a that child that's actually born. And we can kind of uh, contrast this with uh, the event that happens in the, in the uh, recounted in the uh, Haftorah for the Parsha, which is talking about the, um, according to the Midrash, this is talking about the birth of Habakkuk, the, the Navi, um, that was uh, experienced as a child. Uh, not only was the birth itself a miraculous thing, uh, considering that they, she, she had, his mother had gone childless for many years, and uh, it was also foretold by a Novi, in this case, Novi Alicia, that she's going to have the child. And she has a child, and when, when, it's, uh, when he's still a child, in his childhood, he actually dies and is resurrected. So the resurrection itself is not a natural occurrence in any shape or form. I mean, this is totally, purely miraculous thing. It's like, you know, happens out of the blue and uh, it's done and uh, and that's it. So it's not something you ask any questions about and it's not something that that um, that you can explain in any way. It's simply, simply a, a miraculous event. Whereas the, as I, as I said, the, the, the birth of of um, Yitzchak required a transformation to take place that was visible and discernible and recognized by everyone. And uh, this child was born a natural, natural birth in a, from, in a situation which was totally uh, unexpected. Okay, so what does this mean to us? So I am, for many years, I've been very interested in the whole concept of renewal, hischadshis, you know, how do we feel energy? How do we feel energetic? What is energy? And how do we feel energy um, in a situation where we don't seem to have any? Uh, a person can feel unmotivated or feel a lack of interest, but they can also feel a lack of physical energy, and they feel like they're dependent on some kind of external a physical thing to give them that energy. You know, it's a matter of, you know, taking coffee, some people smoke, some people, uh, uh, you know, may take a drink to, to, to calm their nerves. Um, they may, uh, uh, you know, feel they have to do certain things in order to change their state of mind, their state of being. Sometimes, you know, they want to fall asleep, so they take a pill. Sometimes they want to, you know, feel more energy to take a pill. There's all kinds of uh, true folks, you know, all, all kinds of remedies that are, are taken that are on a physical level. So in other words, we're trying to acquire a certain physical state, so therefore we'll take some kind of a physical remedy external to our, to our bodies, to ourselves, um, which will induce this, this state that we're looking to acquire. Um, but especially in the area of of energy, it would seem to be 
if if that if the spiritual spiritual uh, xera from Hashem is capable of first of all creating the physical world as a whole and also capable of of um, intervening with that physical world to transform it in a significant way, a, a discernible way, something that's actually uh, has results like this story of of, uh, of Sodomaniel, then it would seem that, at least in certain cases, we should be able to look to that spiritual source to to uh, create the change that we're looking for, as opposed to always thinking of, that it has to be done in a physical way. And this is particularly true in the, in the aspect of when you come to talk about energy, if a person feels they have koyach, or they don't have koyach, do they have, do they have, do they have the, the, the strength you know, or the presence of mind or whatever it is to be able to do something, um, one would think that it's very obvious that the source of that koyach is Hashem. So why shouldn't we look to Hashem directly to be able to provide us with that, with that, uh, that koyach? In other words, we know that Hashem interacts with the physical world. We know that He is the one that is energizing and creating the physical world on a regular basis, you know, even on moment to moment. So why not be able to access that, to be able to, to tune into that, to be able to, to uh, 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 somehow... Uh, Cause that in a conscious way and in a, in a consistent way and a reliable way, cause that kind of change to happen. In other words, if a person says that I don't feel like I have the energy to do such and such, instead of looking to either just you know take a nap or um, going to find some kind of a, a physical external remedy to give me that koya. Why can't I rely on going inward, in a sense, or going upward, in a sense, to get that from its source? Because that's where it's really coming from anyway. Uh, it's instructive that... that um, so this is really kind of the... Um, the uh, we look for you know, the precedence for this, or where do we find the, the uh, indications that this is even possible. The fact is that... Tchias Amesim, you know, the resurrection that we are, you know, it's foretold, we're promised it's going to happen, and actually it happens in, in this Haftoyah, we have an example of a resurrection going on. Um, the new bodies that we will acquire after the resurrection are called bodies of light. And what is that, what is that doing that's going back to the example of Adam Harishan himself? What kind of body did he have before the Chait? That brought on this kind of a thickening and a, and a, a, a this is the concept of the zuam of the this this uh, filth or whatever that was uh, 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 foisted on on the physical world on, on, on you know us as as, uh, as human beings and also as, on the physical world in general, which created this barrier between physicality and spirituality, so that there it was not clear. That this physicality is just a hemshach, a continuation or a a culmination of uh, of a process which starts with something which is purely spiritual and and and, and exists in form as opposed to matter until it gets down to a, a position of matter where it becomes visible. Uh, now, 
this this idea of a body of light, why davka light, why specifically light that we're talking about, and why is in general is is spirituality compared to light? So we're told that uh, a sefer called Amuda uh, Avoida, which deals with this issue, um, and he brings certain sources that say that 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 we call spirituality light because there are similarities between spirituality and light. So therefore, we borrow the term light from the physical light and apply it to the physical lights, uh, intellectual lights, but lights of intellect, whatever. But uh, he quotes another source that says that, uh, that, um, that really the essence of light is spiritual. And because the physical light has similarities to the physical light, it's exactly the opposite. Because of the, 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 the physical light is similar to spiritual light, therefore we borrow the term light and apply it to the physical lights. But really, the spiritual light is a real light. And what is it really talking about? It's talking about something which starts with a point, a source, and it is a, like, a, like a vector. It's a, it's a trajectory. It's, it's, it's giving forth something. It is illuminating. It has a power to illuminate. Light is coming from somewhere, and it is going somewhere to illuminate something else. Um, so that is this, this, this concept of, of the intellect, and it's also the concept of, of, uh, of spiritual energy, which is life force. It's talking about achias, something which gives life. Life itself is, is, compared, is, is, is a form of light because it is, it is coming from somewhere and it's being projected onto something in order to illuminate it and, and, and elevate it. Okay, so, so if that's the case, then this idea of, of Trias Amesim, which is the ultimate example of taking something which is dead uh, and enlivening it, in, in other words, energizing it, making it, giving it a chiyas, giving it a life force, so now it's, it's able to, to uh, function, it becomes alive. So it's similar to the idea of turning on a light. You know, if, you got a, if you have a light, it can be the most beautiful light, and the most beautiful chandelier in the world with lots of bulbs and, and you know, beautiful design. And it's, if, if you can't turn it on, and it's just dark, then it's not... It's not uh, uh, fulfilling its function. It's broken. It's, 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 it's not doing anything. It could be as beautiful as it is. On the other hand, if you were able to turn the switch and turn it on, now it's functioning. It's doing what it's supposed to do. It lights up the, the area that it's intended to light up. And you see the beauty of the chandelier itself because you see how, how the beautiful design was before it was dark and you didn't see what it looked like. So in the same sense, if we're able to hook up to and, and connect and, and access and, and um, uh, be illuminated by that spiritual light coming from Hashem, then we as human beings will be energized and functional and be able to, you know, reveal our true beauty and our true, uh, our true functionality and our true purpose because we're, the, the, this, this energy is, is allowing us to, to actually do something, to, to, to become functional. Uh, when a person is tired, they want to go to sleep, and sleep is like death, um, as opposed to if they are able to just, you know, like turn some kind of an internal switch to connect back to the source, which the life source is like, you know, the, 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 uh, the electric uh, uh, um, socket, you're, you're connecting up the electric supply, so now all of a sudden that's able to do something. Okay, so 
so it's compared now, to, we've compared it to Triasamesim, the, the enlivening of the dead. We're saying this, or, or to some kind of a, a light fixture. The idea is that this should be something, the idea of, of turning on a light should be something comparable to, or to, to, to make a decision. As we make a conscious, conscious decision that we want to connect to something in order to have that uh, that 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 chias, that that energy that we that we desire, it's something we should be able to do in a conscious way. We just decide, I want this. I'm going to do this. I know how to do it, and have a method of doing it, and then be able to 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 access that without being dependent on external factors. So you know, if a person needs a cigarette and they don't have it, and they're so addicted that they go crazy just trying to find the cigarette or acquire it from someplace, they're dependent on an external source, and that's certainly not a good position to be in. Um, and this is something that we want to uh, to acquire. When I was uh, uh, a number of years ago, I'm not sure exactly how, how long ago, about 10 years ago maybe, I, I created a DVD that was... Um, based on this concept of, of, of a daily renewal, of a system for daily renewal, which, which had to do with the idea of, of connecting to the source. It was actually uh, the, the concept of Nakuda, is where this whole idea base was, uh, of, of the, the organization that I call Nakuda, uh, was based on that. And it's talking about, about uh, getting back to the source, the idea of the Ma, which is the... Um, the bittel, the, the the nullification to the source and uh, where it's coming from, and ma is gematri adam, and it was a whole exposition. You can actually access this if you're interested. Um, I published it on as part of the uh, Patreon channel, uh, Patreon.com/slash/nakuda, um, which if you want to support the organization and uh, subscribe, you can access that whole that whole uh, system. But in any case, it's a little different than what we're talking about here. But what I'm what I'm trying to get across here is that the the source of energy is with Hashem. So how do we get there? How do we how do we access that and make it real? Because if we can actually accomplish that, if we can if we can make it real and, and, and create a physical change, that is, that we can experience a, a, a change in our in our energy level simply by tuning into something spiritual then that is a tremendous Kiddush Hashem for others and for ourselves because it convinces us, it confirms and verifies that this is really possible, that spirituality really does exist and it really does have a real effect. And I would, I would propose that if a person can do this successfully, that it can affect their state of health you know, radically and even to the point possibly of taking a person that's very unhealthy and simply by accessing this... this um, uh, this light source and this light energy and the chias, which is itself a life force, um, is going to bring uh, a great deal of health uh, and, and possibly healing, you know, to to a person because I mean it makes a lot of sense. Um, so, so how do you get there? So, what I would suggest is and I'm not going to go this in depth because it's a very long subject and maybe eventually I'll come up with a program to be able to do it step by step but just in a very general way. The first thing is that we have to acknowledge that Hashem is the source. That, is that Hashem has created Yeshma'ayin, meaning that you know, from the, the, the pure source of Or Ein Soif with nothing else around, 
he created Yeshma'ayan and he created this continuum whereby the physical universe that we experience with our senses is a direct um, continuum. It's, it's uh, a, a, a result of a process which is taking something from totally abstract and intangible and form alone and even before this form, and then into a, a situation of form, and then coming gradually into a, uh, a condition of physical reality where we can perceive it with our senses, we can touch it, we can, we can feel it, we can, we can smell it, we can taste it, we can see it, we can hear it, and all that stuff. Um, it's simply taking the same thing, the same idea of creation, and uh, making it more and more tangible until we experience it as part of the physical world. So what really comes out is that our bodies themselves are, is, is, are, are essentially spiritual entities. So the first thing is, again, to link it all up with Hashem. Realize Hashem himself is the core of everything. He is constantly transmitting this life force out in order to create the reality that we experience. Um, and also he created... This this life force, which itself is the the what the, this is light, so to speak, that 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 transmits that that energy into the world, and then there is an idea of a vessel, vessels which are created in terms of creations that are created as as containers for that light. So we have to see ourselves as being also a container, but we have to fill that with light. It's just like just like you'd have a light bulb. That you have to, if a light fixture that you have to turn on, the light fixture is simply a container. It's 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 a vessel to be able to translate that uh, electricity into a uh, visible uh, form of light that we can we can see with our eyes. The same sense, if we can take that that spiritual energy coming down in a pure form from Hashem, all the way from the very highest realm to the to this lowest realm, this world, and and that our bodies themselves should transmit that light, just like the concept of the body of light after Tchiyas Amesim. It comes out that once we understand that Hashem created this whole world in this way, and that He's the source of the light, and we just have to be on the receiving end to want to, to internalize and absorb it, then we have to see ourselves as being... Uh, this this vessel of light, this this vessel that's able to to transmit that light, and that comes from understanding what each aspect of our own bodies represent. When we understand that we have ten fingers and ten toes, representing the ten spheres on the higher level and lower level, and each of the aspects of our body, our, our external bodies, our, our our internal organs, our the 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 the, the uh, uh, facial, uh, you know, and, and the aspects of the head and the, and the brain and all of these different things each represents and not only represents it in, in, a, in a symbolic way but is an actual physical receptor and a physical tran- transmitter and a physical uh, um, uh, manifestation of these spiritual things. So, so if once we see that our entire essence is energy and light and, and, and this, this concept of, of, of transmitting and transforming that energy into action. So then we see that that's, that's really who we are. 
And all of a sudden, it's possible, and you have to work on this to some extent, but it's possible to, to see everything that we do with our bodies as being a way of serving Hashem with that. And that is an extremely, um, extremely energizing um, consciousness to have. That's, that's, that's seeing that we have a purpose and that everything we do has a meaning and has a, has, is, is a way of, of bringing Hashem into the world and reflecting Hashem in the world and, and manifesting Hashem in the world. And that's our whole purpose. And that's really uh, an avoided lishma. That's lishem shemaim. That's, that's, you know, that's what we're, what we're here for. So all of that is, 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 is a type of consciousness that once we make that part of the way that we, that we see ourselves and we approach life as a whole on a day-to-day basis... That's something that you can invoke in a very short time. It doesn't require any long meditations, and it's not a way of just, you know, getting into the meditation and forgetting about life. It's on the contrary. This is what's giving you the koyach to get through life, to, to approach life in a positive and energetic way. And no matter how old you are, this is a way to do it. When a person is young, energy is kind of a, a, a given. It's like, you know, unless the person is not well, or they're, you know, set with some kind of chronic fatigue or something like that. Usually, young people are energetic. I mean, these little kids are bouncing around. They're hip, you know, running and jumping and, and skipping. And, and that's their natural way to express themselves. As you get a little older, you get a little more settled. But some people more than others. But it's not usually such a problem. As you get older, it can be more... It's, it's, it's less... You, can, you cannot rely on the default state of just naturally having energy because there's lots of things that can get in the way of that energy so you have to have a way of with a consciously to provide that energy so either you do it as i said by relying on some kind of external factors or you can do it this way this this is also an option and it's certainly the healthiest option and it's certainly the most self-reliant option it means you don't have to depend on anybody else to to, to get there and I think it's the most, uh, it's, 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 it's in itself, it is a Kiddush Hashem, because you're proving to yourself and others that you can be on a, you know, a, a, a reliable uh, uh, source of energy without having to, to, uh, to rely on, on all these external things. It's like if, if you were to you know, have, a, have a car that not only you don't have to, you don't have to uh, uh, rely on, on gas, to run it, you don't even have to rely on electricity to run it. It just runs on the on the the koyach of your own mind. You know that would be a big kiddush Hashem. You know, look, I got a car that runs on my own mind. So they see, you see it poil, you see it works. You know, you see, you see that that, that the car is actually running on your own and on the power of your mind. So, so that's a very powerful proof. So, if a person himself is able to say, "I feel." good and energetic and positive and I can, you know, cope with my life in a much, much uh, more successful uh, and enjoyable and uh, whatever way. And it's all the power of, 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 of my connection to Hashem and, and, my, and, and my bringing down Achilles from, from a higher source. Uh, that could be pretty impressive, at least for yourself, if not for anybody else. Um, so I just want to mention that, you know, this is also is manifested in the, in the story of the Kedah, in a sense, because the Akeda, um, we're told that, that uh, Yitzchak also, at the climax of the Akeda, his soul went out of his body, and when it came back in, it was transformed. And, uh, and even his body was also transformed. Some say it was also in, in, in of, of, of Tchiesam Esim. And he was then able to have children, whereas before he couldn't have children. 
So he was also transformed through the spiritual uh, experience of the Akedah, where nothing actually happened to him physically, because, you know, he wasn't shechted, but the, the, the experience itself transformed into a, him into a different being. And it also had the opposite effect on his, on, on his mother, Sarah, when she saw it, according to the Medrash, when she saw it from, from a distance, uh, it was the experience itself. Again, even though it was, it was, uh, it was, it was not, she wasn't there, but the experience of, 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 of perceiving it uh, caused her uh, Nisham to go out of her body as well, which was a big transformation. Um, excuse me. Then, then we have the Maishas on, on our Sinai that that the the, the souls of the Yidden, uh, seeing Hashem, so to speak, and reveal Himself in that way, they the souls also left their bodies, and we're told that when they came in back in, they also had this Tchiasamaisim type experience. And until the Chet Egel, they were also going with this body of light. And we see the Moshe Rabbein himself that he uh, he had to put on a mask because his his light his his face was shining with this light. So this idea of the light and the being connected with the body is something that is very much a part of you know we see this in Chazal, we see this in in, in you know throughout Yiddishkeit that this is a real thing. So it's a question of can are we able to capture that to some extent ourselves? And we talk about Sadiqim being on that level as well. But I'm talking about in a very very specific way that I believe can be um, uh, can be uh, approached and 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 uh, realized at least to some extent in our own lives. And I'm you know working on it myself. And as I hope to be able to, to share that with you at some point if I have you know a real uh, uh, program to to accomplish that that can be replicated and given over. Uh, at any rate, I hope this has been uh, somewhat uh, enlightening. <laughs> you mustn't forgive the pun. And uh, of course, we all pray for um, the uh, the uh, Shia and and Atzlocha in the present uh, events in the world. Hashem should give. Uh, which protect all of the those that are involved in this struggle, and uh, we should hear Mr. Stoyevus uh, in the very near future.